Yo, what up, man? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Shut up, bro. It's the Millennials versus the World podcast, man. It's your boy K. Miss DJ J Dub, DMV. Oh, the only spot you get authenticity, entertainment at the same time. DMV family, make sure you pull up on me. May twenty first, live panel event. Need y'all to show major love. Uh, tickets are already on Eventbrite. Run them up. Twenty five seats only for the live panel. So me and Jay was talking really all day today, but he said that he agrees with. <laughs> ASAP Rocky cheating on Rihanna. Can you expound on that? Would you? I, because I feel like, and I know you're gonna clip this. He should. No, I definitely, want you to say what you really said though. About what? She. It don't matter. She's a celebrity. She still. We still humans. I said we still human. So I don't. First of all, I don't know if that's real or not. But I say if that did happen, we all say the the you know because we put them on a pedestal like yo. Not Rihanna, though. You know what I'm saying? Because we up there mentally. We yeah. like, nah, you know what I'm saying? No way you don't cheat on that thing. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. as so, a human, like, to, so to finish him, he, he said it wasn't dumb that he cheated on her. No, nah, I ain't never say no shit. See, you got me cussing on her. I ain't never no, said no say like that. that you did say that. No, 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 no. What we not going to do. I thought this was the only place you get authenticity with your lying ass. Right. No, That's what, This go, is what go, you're doing. Go, go you're ahead, lying. Bro. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. You're let's, lying, okay? Ahead, Let, let's be authentic tonight, okay? I don't want no okay? static, bro. Yeah, me either, bro. I, no, I say yeah. what you were saying about people being humans for real, though, how the salary, how her, 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 um, um, you was like her status and all that didn't matter. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, because they still human. Because to us, the way we look at that, like, that's Rihanna. To mm. him, he also looks at it like that's Rihanna, but he also looks like this is just a girl that I'm with. And that's why people look at all these celebrities, they're like, Dang, money bag cheated on Ari. What in the world? She got this, this. But when you have a certain level of people that you interact with on a day-to-day basis, they just become another human to you. To us, it's not starstruck. I, I well, I can say for some people it's starstruck. But to me, in general, I don't care if they're the most famous person in the world or just a regular person. Like they're all still human and you should treat them as such. Like you should treat them in a good manner. And he should know not to go do no mess like that, if that's true. Again, I don't know if that's true. I just think sometimes in life, and we can get off this because I, I don't think it's true, but I'm going to say okay. sometimes in life, bro, you got to know when you're born. If he was to do it, they said it's right. not true, but you got to like, know. Like Jay-Z. But, but I told you, like, we ain't going to stand this too long, but I told okay. you about the Jay-Z thing, bro. Jay-Z, I'm not saying either one of them should have done it. ASAP Rocky, allegedly, we're not saying he did, but mm-hmm. with Jay-Z, it's kind of like, Jay-Z and Beyonce kind of was on the same level. So I will understand it more. No disrespect to ASAP Rocky, but I don't know if he was on the same level as Rihanna. Yeah. She was a she's a billionaire. Uh, I don't that's all I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's not, but yeah, at the same yeah. time, you know, they like what they like, bro. But I, I can't we can't really expound on that because we don't know if it's true. Yeah. It's not true. I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true. But anyway, man, so tonight's episode, uh, we're gonna ride into uh being a black man, bro, being in a black man in different spaces. In friendships, in the professional world, business world, mm-hmm. all the all the worlds above. So starting off, bro, what do you think? What's your opinion on code switching? Let's start there. What's your opinion on, on code, code switching? On, on, on code switching. Like having to be the J you gotta be when you chilling with your bros, the J you gotta be when you in a professional setting, the J you gotta be when you want to Oh, okay, okay. Like what's your I opinion? Don't, I don't how I don't about code like switching. How what? Like how you feel about it? Like about as a black man having code switch all the time. You gotta do I it. I don't regardless. necessarily yeah, that's all about so you gotta do it regardless. And number number that's number one. Number two, I don't necessarily call it code switching. I just call it like you're adapting. 
Mm. Like you have to adapt to your environment and the room you're in, no matter who you are, no matter what color you are. Is it more, um, do we have to do it more as a black man? Absolutely. Mm. You know, you can't, you don't really get that other option. But mm. I think to me, it shows that versatility and it shows that high skill set that you do have if you're able to do it. Because like, you know, me and you having a, a regular conversation, if we texting, you know, it's not going to be perfect grammar and all that stuff. But when you go in a professional setting, you also got to go in that setting expecting that same professionalism in return. Mm. So if I'm going there, yeah, what up, bro? What's happening? You did it. Are they really going to take me as here? And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Mm. It's about how it looks. If I'm going to get a DJ, if I'm going to DJ a wedding for the president, right? Mm. You know, shout out to the president because it's going to happen one day. I don't know which president. But if I'm <laughs> DJing an inauguration ball, right? Mm. When I go in there, the level of professionalism that I have to have and the type of playlist and different things, I have to adapt to that setting. I can't go in there thinking no matter what I already have, like, oh no, nah, it is what it is because I'm me. What if they ask you to cut your beard and your dreads just to spin there? Why? That's not me adapting to that. That's me adapting to a look that you want me to have. What's I'm not adapting to a look because because my look is my look. That is my originality. That is my originality. So you say you'll switch everything as long as they ain't making you force nothing. I, I lost you, bro. You still there? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm here. Can you see me? Oh, you see yeah, me? yeah. I said, so as long as they don't make you do anything that you feel like is changing you, you with it. Well, it, it depends because in that scenario, you're talking about DJ, and that's a one-time you, but, but you said if you go to the president, bro, right. they're, like, they're like, nah, bro, you got to cut your hair. That got You got to cut your hair. And right, but I'm trying to give you, I'm trying to get you a different scenario. Yeah, no, I can, I can tighten my dreads up and have them braided up have my hair shaved, you know, on the sides. But no, as far as all of that, I'm not going to do that. What I'm saying to you is this. It's been scenarios to where I've had to do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you why. The scenario is like if I'm working in nuclear and I had to do a fit test for a respirator, which is life or death, mm -hmm. you can't have facial hair. I don't think that's cold switching, though, because nobody can have that's it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So in that situation, I don't mind doing it. In the mm -hmm. other situation, I'm adapting. You're, you're trying to take away something that I don't necessarily have to do it's not life or death if i come in there right. with a beard and my dreads dj in that right. situation it was life or death because right. if your respirator don't fit you're going to inhale all those toxins and then you know possibly you know mm -hmm. so so all right so do you think you so i'm gonna say this bro i think cold switching come that it, it's weird because you do the things you got not you but anybody you do the things mm -hmm. you gotta do because you gotta get to where you want to go right but right. once you do it, it's actually like you can apply yourself in bits once you realize like, hey, oh, they're kind of cool. I can do this. You may not do what you usually do all the way to the level in which you do it at home, but right. you learn what parts of yourself you can bring to work. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's very true. That's very true, bro. You know very what I'm saying? True. But so I think the thing I got a problem with code switching is because we weren't the way we were taught was like it's the mm -hmm. only way to survive. The way we were taught, it's like the only way to survive is to cold switch. I don't like that. I don't care for that. So yeah, because like because that's okay. So if you don't care for that, right? What's your definition? On I don't know if this is one of your questions, but I just had to throw this out. What's your take on talking proper or talking white? There's no such thing as talking white. That, that that's like okay. they, go, okay. they go back to like the dumb stuff we were taught as like like. But that's what I'm saying though. People think that cold switching. Or you adapting to an environment is, oh, you're being fake. Oh, somebody's putting a fake voice on when they're on the phone. Like, that's their professional voice. Mm -hmm. What is wrong with that? 
because we because we've been trained to think that professional means white. Like we've been trained to think like if you made it out to what you do right now, I've made it to the level I've made it at. Right. See, this is another mm-hmm. conversation for another day, because, you know, there's another issue, Jay. Like we What's wouldn't that? be considered. And this I'm actually I might put this out this week. I don't know. We you know, we don't you know how we be doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's crazy that in our world. Right now, social media is taking over so much. We're, we're not considered successful black men with what we do right now. And I think mm. that's crazy. And I think crazy. that's crazy, bro. I think the fact that because we don't have X amount of followers, we make really good money. We're doing well for ourselves. We take care of our families. It's cool to say on the microphone or it's cool to say if somebody asks you out loud, you feel me? But we're, we're not considered. There's way more of us mm-hmm. middle middle class you know whatever social economic status you have that are successful right. then there are celebrities but right. everybody thinks celebrity status is success so it's crazy to me that i'm starting to realize that like to the world we're not considered successful it's like no. you, you, you don't especially think- at an age like because you're not 30 with a rolls royce that, but 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 peep this though but peep this though this is my issue though we give so much power to. I'm not gonna say we got more cash flow than celebrities. I'm not even really comparing celebrities, but it goes back to like, it bothers me that the culture that we we try to create amongst our you know our circle, what we do, I think it bothers me that like, in the grand scheme of things, everybody with woman, a woman, and you know men and women alike, should be getting props on doing what they're doing right now. There are right. a lot, even even when we do the panels with uh with with with, with you know a whole bunch of people, bro. All these people are hella successful, like but yes. they don't get the shine that we that they deserve because we don't believe those positions are success. We don't think that if you're if you're not an entrepreneur, you're not successful. Working the nine exactly. to five, you're not success, huh? Uh, working a nine to five is considered not successful to some people. But I did you not? Did you not see? Did you not exactly the the people or or the the social the people or everybody right now? Mm Because with social media involved, it doesn't matter the age group. Because I've watched certain clips. Because I know you watch different podcasts, different things too. Mm -hmm. I've watched certain clips to where the guy asked a a a, a young lady. She was twenty seven, right? And he asked her. He said, uh, "Would you date a guy that works a nine to five? She's mm-hmm. like, no, I prefer entrepreneurs because we can go and move as we please. You know, they making money, they hustling, all the, you know, all the, the lingo that they believe that goes with being an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. So he said, would you date a master plumber? And she was like, no, I would never do that. And he was like, well, he makes about, let's say, $85,000 a year, right? Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, but he's still working nine to five and that's not enough. If we stop the clip right there, if we stop it right there, mm-hmm. a 27 year old woman, it's saying that a guy that's making $85,000 a, a year, right? Mm-hmm. But because he works a nine to five, he's not deemed successful. That's where the disconnect is right there. But but we allow that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I agree with everything you're saying, but I'm going to take it a step deeper, right? I think that okay. with, with, with what you're saying is 110% facts. You know, you know, people have perception and they can love what they love. People can like what they like, want what they want. I don't get into that, right? And I'm not saying that, oh, look at us. We the new. Nah, what I'm saying is we got to take it. Like, so let's go to entrepreneurship thing, right? Okay. I was rapping with my wife the other day and I realized, like, I don't know if, I don't know if it's my life changing, my family expanding, 
but I don't know if I care to replace my career or my job by doing, let's say, photography, and I get paid the same the same amount, right? Mm-hmm. I think I see value in photography being another source of income. I don't know if I would like say if I did photography full-time-ish and was still a college professor. Like, I don't see the point of eliminating a source and replacing it. Yeah, I'm doing something I love, but I low-key love what I do career-wise. It got its up oh, and down. Okay. But, right. like, I love photography. Yeah, I love media. Yeah. But, like, why would I completely eliminate this skill set where this company, you know, district or whatever is paying me? Why would I eliminate this income and try to replace it when I could just have both? I don't get why we want to just does that make sense what I'm saying or am I tripping? It, it, no, it does make sense. But the way that society is now that if you did do that, it's like, oh, he's choosing what he wants to do. He gets to wake up every and I'm like, I don't know what entrepreneurs people hang around, mm-hmm. but all this you get to wake up when you feel like it and go to work when you feel like it and making money in your sleep. That comes with blood, sweat, tears, and equity over years of time. Oh, factual. So factual. People skip that part. Yeah. It's like people think, I'm going to start a business tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I get to work for myself, right? Yeah, yeah that's cool. But then you realize all the inventory that you got to buy. Now you backlogged and all that money is yeah. tied up. How you sleeping now when your bills is coming and you got $100,000 worth of merchandise, but that's you're not selling anything? Boy. Hey, that's a fact. About Bro, those times. You said what? talking about that stuff so it's like you just going off the glitz and glamour and understand like oh a guy but a guy working a nine to five like you said and then adding the extra residual income in from that hobby mm-hmm. oh that's what a game changer is so so what's your thoughts on the depiction of black dudes in the media on social media how we i'll start it off and i'll let you and i'll let you kind of jump okay. over you see fit okay i don't like i don't like Bro, I'm st- and this ain't no knock. Let me say this in a minute, whatever. I don't know what minute it is. This is no knock towards any other ethnicity. No, it's not a knock towards women, anybody. We we just speak in our perspective from what we do. It's not it's not to compare or say our struggle is harder than, better than, or nobody else's. That's not what we're doing. This is facts. But, bro, I think I'm just tired of, like, black men don't have... It kind of ties in a little bit to, like, that environment piece. But it's like, where can you go and be yourself and not get judged. I get your friendships, but I'm saying like, let's take friendships, family, you know, your mm-hmm. your girlfriends, all that shit off the table, right? Okay. Social media, you're, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you mm-hmm. are to look at the Russell Wilsons of the world, you're going to get called corny. Right. Even though people be defending future, like look at the futures of the world. If you got six, seven baby mamas, you're going to be called. You didn't the man. Yeah, but but the thing is, you're going to be called something. You're not going to be. Right. He's doing it. If you are, uh, let's say, the master plumber, if you flashing money and making it look flashy, you're this. If you really showing you, you know, shoveling shit, which they got to do sometimes, you ain't you. <laughs> that's not where it's at, though. You feel me, Jay? That's you feel me, though? That's a fact. Like, but 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 that essentially that's what you're doing to get the money of the stuff you posted in the other joint, though. You feel me? Right. This is mm-hmm. facts. Where do you feel like black men can be prop like like I feel like we're the only dudes, we're the only people that's like put on social media and it's mm-hmm. like uh protect all black women for black dudes, right? Mm-hmm. 
if a black dude was to say protect all black men, and, I, and let me say this, Lord. there are a lot of women that do a job of protecting black men. There this are a lot too. of women that protect black men, i.e. Mm-hmm. our mothers, you know, our women, like there are. But the point mm-hmm. I'm making is if a black dude felt unprotected, he would catch hell in saying that. You mean like Tyrese was crying on live? Yeah. Or you James. mean like... <laughs> See what I'm saying? No, but but but, but I have an issue with going live. Come on, bro. I I got an issue with going. No, he went he went live for something else. But that what more did you want from me? It triggered something for him. That's why he started crying. He went live to to try to express again something that everybody does, right? Everybody Mm -hmm. goes live, right? Everybody has a live button on their phone. But it's the black men when you decide to go live. It's like okay, now we gotta really hone in and see what's going on here. Nobody's really checking in on his man's mental state. Nobody's checking in and knowing how long he's really been feeling like this. And the grand scheme of things, we're up there laughing, but this man really was talking about he ain't see his kids enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was doing above and beyond. So, like you said, what platform can it have? I don't think for black men there is a platform for that. Yes, there are people out here protecting us for sure. Yet, but the minute that you say something like pro-men, like, oh, protect men, mental health or something, it's like, Oh my God, he's a misogynist. He's a. It's like I what? Think, I think I think that's cool. I think people should go to therapy and all that. Woody woo, but we're gonna keep it a band. I don't think that's as as accepted as people present it to be. Like I don't what, think men's mental health. Not men's mental health, bro. I just don't think no woman want to deal with a, a dude that's super intact with his emotions. I'm not saying a dude that's be able to that's able to say like, I feel this way, I feel that way. I'm not talking about that. I don't think no woman wants a dude who you can express it, but don't be too expressive. I just think oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, you can say stuff, but don't do too much. You can mm-hmm. cry, but don't be crying at the drop of every, like, what if everything is a trigger, bro? Like, what if you, if you had a rough week, bro, and let's say you say, let's say you break down in your car on the way home, like a lot of, just a lot of stuff happening, right? You mm-hmm. get out the car, you know, whoever says like, yeah, damn, you all right? I see your eyes a little puppy. They know what it is. Okay, bet. You come mm-hmm. home Tuesday, you get super emotional about your kids. You hug them and cry just out of love, right? Mm-hmm. Come home Wednesday. Oh, uh, you emotional motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you. Oh, you, yeah, you yeah. Have, day, day three is like, like tighten up. What are you doing? After, see, because everybody else gets to deem what's too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody gets to say for black men what's, What's appropriate for your emotional behavior? Your, your how much you express. What's a, what's appropriate for how long you can process? What's appropriate for how much trauma you should be able to hold on to? What's appropriate for how much money you should make? Because I, we're all we're all shooting from the hip. You mm-hmm. we're all coming. Not all of us. When I say when I say all y'all, let me let me be clear. A lot of us are coming from single parent households, whether that's all dads or all moms. Either one, right? So that extra dynamic of the opposite sex or the same sex in some of these situations, mm-hmm. it's not being brought up enough because you don't know how to express it. So if a woman grows up in a household without a father, right? Mm-hmm. She's getting one side from her mother, which is fine. That's the only side she has, right? Mm-hmm. So she doesn't know, her mom's not teaching her how to be like vulnerable with a man when he's feeling this type of way. Cause she don't know. For sure. First, a, 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 a mom that's raising a son is like that. She's teaching you that vulnerable side, right? Mm -hmm. But your dad will be there to teach you how to control those emotions. And, hey, son, it is okay to feel like this, but you don't have to react off everything you feel. Giving you that so you'd be like, okay, you know what? Okay, I do feel this, but I don't need to express this. 
So when you hey, don't have that dynamic, it's different, bro. Hey, Jay, tap into that, what, what we were speaking on earlier about feelings and reactions, about how you was talking about, just, I think that was a really dope message. Like, if okay. just because you feel something, explain how you were saying, just because you feel something doesn't mean you have to act or do that thing. You remember? Yeah, you like you, yeah, I think I said it earlier, like, just because you feel something, like, you could feel like, 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 let's say you, you miss somebody, like, man, I really miss that person. You have to be able to decipher between what a feeling is and mm -hmm. actual reacting on that feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, so you can miss somebody. That's okay. Mm -hmm. But if you react on it every time, you're not in control of your emotion mm -hmm. because you're letting your feelings dictate what you're going to do. And mm -hmm. you'll constantly keep putting yourself in cyclic situations. And this is somebody from experience. You'll keep constantly putting yourself in these environments because you're going off your feelings. Instead of mm -hmm. understanding that sometimes you have to do facts over feelings. It's okay to feel that though. And you right. know all the conversations that me and you have had before. Sometimes in life, those facts over feelings be real because you can, I used to think in my mind, because I didn't really have a, you know, a lot of good goddess, you know, a lot of role models as like men in my life. Sure. I used to think like, I show my feelings like this, this is not going to be good. Right. That's so right. then I started overly showing my feelings. Cause I'm like, well, maybe because, you know, I was raised by my mom, she would express myself you start showing too many feelings. Then it's mm -hmm. like, okay, you're at a dynamic to where you don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Now you're reacting out of your feelings. You're sporadic. You're becoming a react, you know, reactionary person, you know? So I and say I'm all that to say- I'm sorry, go ahead, bro. No, I was just going to say, if you learn how to control that and understand that it's facts over feelings, you you told me it's okay to feel something. I used to tell exactly. myself it ain't. You it remember is, that? Bro. I used to be like, dang, yeah. I shouldn't be feeling this. You're like, no, yes, you should. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. That's that's normal. But I think the dope thing what you said earlier and just now is like being able to decipher like, yeah, I'm feeling this way, but this don't mean I need to go do this. I'm feeling this way, but I because you want to know what, bro, I'm going to say what's crazy, bro. And I'm going to jump back into what we were saying about this. Hopefully I remember. Because okay. if you take at work, right, mm -hmm. I feel like at work, I and mean, we're speaking on black men tonight, y'all, because we could give our perspective. At work, I feel like black men process and process and think so clearly because of the constraints that work presents. Oh, if you think of a time you've gotten pissed off at work and you take that same level of pissivity and do it at home, the mm. reaction at home is like light years behind the reaction at work. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you do something at work that, that pissed you off, you like, you get inflamed. But the first thing, but let me think. Hold on, how can I boom, boom, boom? But we something happens from the car ride back because I've been guilty. You ever heard the quote is like we give our best selves at work and then come home and give them like give your family the leftovers type vibe. Yep. Yep. And so I believe like, that, too, bro, because at work, I spend all day deciphering through other people, you know, young people's feelings, mm -hmm. other, you know, other adults feelings, figuring out how we going to move here. And it comes like this. But yep. we are we are not allowed. So. We're capable, but the spaces in which we can do that is limited to that. It's not limited, but it's hard to do that shit all day. If you do yes. it at work, it's hard to come home and and be and, and, and not saying you should be angry at home like you are at work, but you, <laughs> nah, bro, because the, the thing is, Jay, in reality, if you got a very taxing job, whether it's physical or mental or emotional, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of us, for some dumb reason, have been taught dudes can't have transition time. Like a lot of dudes don't come home decompress in their home. 
and mm -hmm. then transition into father or husband or whatever. Mm -hmm. A lot of us mm -hmm. do what? Park the car and sit. Go and straight park. there. Yeah. Oh, oh I, well, you could. I used to go. I used to go straight in, and then I realized that was a bad idea. I should have probably stayed in that car and been like, because now I'm taking all the animosity from work. Because you got to think about it too, just from from my perspective. Yeah, it's difficult because, like you said, when you're at work, and and it is that quote you said is true because you don't give your best self to your spouse. No, we get them to love your kids. I'm gonna say, all your kids. I'm gonna tell you why you telling the truth because when you're at work, you're constantly thinking about all that stuff that's pissing you off during the day. You have to constantly think, but I need this job because I got to provide for my family. Yep. So I have to put up with. The, I have to constantly let me think of a way to get around this. When you get home, you're not thinking of make sure that my family's straight and make sure, like, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta do this because I gotta make sure my relationship is good. You're not thinking that. You're thinking, hey, I've been fucking taking licks all day. Now this was the final lick. Now it's like everybody catching. And it's yeah. not fair to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not fair to yeah. them because the person that really was supposed to get that was the person that said something to you at work. Factual. So it's just you're trained to do that. And it's unfortunate because a lot of relationships and family dynamics are messed up like that. Because like you say, you don't have that decompression time where you just like, let me chill. I, I agree, bro. I agree. And, and so to, to back now, we're going to backtrack a little bit to what you were saying about the feeling and emotional thing. Right. Like, mm -hmm. damn, you had said something about don't react. You was like, don't re react. Don't. Uh, you got to know when it's a feeling. You got to know how to react. You got to know when to react. Right. Da, da, da. right. Ah, I lost it. What, I, what, what um, I think I was going to say is like another thing about that, bro. Like, where can you go? Uh, oh, I know what I was about to say. This is the crazy part about that. Mm -hmm. uh, I graduated high school. Oh, no, I know you did, too. But I got to give people context and people listen to right. context, you know, my age and when we came up. So I was in high school from 05 to 09. Right. Mm -hmm. Bro, low key. When you when you were emotional or quote unquote sweet, that was game in high school, bro. What? Like when you when you was able to tap into them words and like, yeah, nah, what's good, Shorty? That that joint made boy. you like, yo, he talking that talk. He talking that talkity talk, boy. But, but somewhere down the line, that transition to like, like, bro, like this nigga oh. soft. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Why you so, why you so emotional? Because it's funny because, bro, I'm telling you, I would even say early imagine, college. Imagine, hey, look, hey, look, that's what I said. Early college, like, say, I ain't mean to cut you off, but no, Earth 90, right? You good, bro. Earth 90, early college, like, you can send a girl a good morning, beautiful text. Uh, Earth 2. And Earth 2, that joint will blow their mind. Yep. Send one now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I'm clipping that. Hey, why you say send one now, Jay? Yo ass gonna be in every group chat. Look at this dude. Yep, yep. Yo, look yep, at his ass. Yep, yep. And, and you know what's funny? Yo, look at him. Unless, unless you've gotten past the judgment phase of dating and she know that's how you are. Like if you were to do that after a great date, you getting in a group chat, right? But if y'all locked in, let's say y'all dated for about three or four months and she really feeling you and she like you. See, this is another thing that women don't realize, bro. I know we're going to go off on a little tangent right here. No, nah, we getting into it tonight. I, I know, Let's I'm, get it. I'm going to tell you another thing that women don't realize, though. When you do that, you actually, you actually showing your hand because women don't tell you when they like, when they send that in group chats, they friends be peeping what they be telling them. And some of them be liking what they be seeing. Mm -hmm. So like, like, girl, you got a keeper, girl. Oh, this is a good one here. They ain't going to, they ain't going to tell you that they were saying that. But, but no, 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 they're not going to tell who's sending it to them that they like that. 
Oh, okay, okay. I, I miss, I miss, I heard that. So when you send, I get that what stuff, you're saying. Okay, yeah, I bro, get what you're saying. When you sending that stuff, I get everything. But I'm telling you right now, when you sending it, mm-hmm. some girls say it's a group chat of seven. Let's say five, seven is too high. Five, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, nine times out of ten, they're advertising the top. Because this is the thing. Let's not go as shallow as a, a hello beautiful, right? Let's I ain't gonna go shallow. Let me let me let me throw one out there. I ain't, right, gonna, go I ain't even gonna go shallow, right? right. I'm gonna just say like. It's weird now because, like I said, the dynamic has changed as far as communication. Let's say y'all both went out, right? Y'all both grown, mm-hmm. had a great day, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you say, all right, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you text me when you get home that you made it safe, right? Cool. Fast forward. She said, hey, made it home safe, right? Mm-hmm. If a man immediately says, hey, had a great time, would love to do this again, right? Mm-hmm. That is so frowned upon. It's like she's supposed to say that to you. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. dang, he, he thirsty. He trying to, and I'm like, whatever happened to just normal communication? Like the man really just wanted to say he had a good time. So, so I'm gonna like disagree like 30%, not wholeheartedly, because that does happen a lot. Mm-hmm. I think you disagreeing as in women don't some women don't do that. As in every woman would sit consider that thirsty. I think some I do I don't think every woman will. I think the ones that's not locked in with they sales and know what they want will say that because social media tell them that's thirsty. Oh, agree. Yeah, that, I'm agreeing with you on that. I'm not saying every woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so to me, but let's go back to the black male thing, black male perspective. Bro, most of the time, if you are not flashy, let's say your social media is very res- like reserved. Like it's not like both of both of ours really. Like it's not reserved. too, it's not too what it's really like. Now, I can say what it's really like. It's just not too flashy. Right. Now you don't put yourself in the realm of having to prove who you are because they can't tell who you are by seeing your social media. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like now mm-hmm. we like, damn, I got to see, I got to put on, I got to put 20 on 10 just because you can't go to my page and try to figure out everything about me now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because right. Like, people people are giving out their IGs faster than their phone numbers. Bro, that's crazy to me, bro. Can you imagine that? That's hey, crazy. Dang, you know me, what I'm bro. saying? We'll do. Let me get your number. You can get my IG though. That's crazy to me, bro. Like, boy, I, I, boy. I, so, so to go back, that. <laughs> hey, I'm about to. But you want to know what though? You want to know what's crazy? What? I was what? telling. I, can, I don't remember who it was. I was telling. Um, I was telling people. I was telling somebody. I can't remember who. That's why the era, specifically Greensboro. I would say this against anybody. Ooh, talk old, about it. I already know what you're about to talk like about. Se- I'm going to go 07 because my brother was there and I was coming up there to maybe about yeah. 2012. Green yeah. nightlife was stupid. Oh my God. It was dumb. But you want to know why I realized why it was dumb, Jay? Why it went that dumb? I realized this last week. Why? What was it? What was it, Bo? When we when I got the A&T at 09, right? You had the Fabo glasses. Chill, chill, chill. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I will say this. When I got there in 09, right? Think about it. I remember Lotus had college night, Wednesday and Thursday. What? Friday was, you know what I'm saying? Saturday was like old head night. Bro, this is before they used to post online, like come here. People really used to go there on flyers. Flyers. Hey, bro, we went last week. It was lit. People really met people in the clubs. We didn't meet people through at me in your story. We met people by going there. So then when you, so when you, 
it's kind of like the, it doesn't take away the first impression. Like if I say like, oh, like now, bro, we promote events now. What do we got to do? Kill IG, kill Facebook, kill all that stuff, yep, right? We got to kill all that, yeah. But now, but now, so somebody see it on IG, they go to your page. Let me see what this is about. Oh, no, nah, he, like, he might be whack. He got 800 followers. He can't be that lit. Oh, let me see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, all that, right? Back mm-hmm. then, when you pulled up to the club and you saw somebody you thought it was attractive, that conversation was literally your first impression. There That's was it. no, there was no prejudging. It was like you either had and Jay don't, don't let and don't and, let you and, if, and, if, and if you one. had it if you had it back then you had it then because they'll let you know. But man, come on, bro, oh, come on. So it goes back to the point, like bro, back then the reason why I was so lit because it really social media happened between nine and three o'clock in the morning. It didn't happen every day, bro. It was happening when we was in there. Jay, think about this, bro. I can't even remember pulling my phone out. And oh nine all the way through about 2011 and when I was ever in the club, not on no sneaking. It's like I don't I didn't get I didn't get IG until 2012, 2012, I want to say. We wasn't we wasn't in there doing none of that, bro. Girl, come on, man. That's why it was hey, lit. Hey, we, we, we was in there sweating. Mm. Dancing, boy. I'm talking man, about white, on, white tees, white tees drenched. Come on, bro. Boy. Come on, bro. But but it goes back to like we not in that time no more. Everybody judge. I hate this. Hey, what's your opinion? That's your boy. What's your opinion on the Russell Wilson thing? Uh, about what they like, what they how they feel about him, like being called corny or people saying like I, th- I think that's I think that's whack to me. Yeah, I think that's whack to me because like I, I think well the women wouldn't go out to him if he was famous. Let's not even I think that's say a Russell, but like women. being called corny for being basically not hood. What do you think about that? I think not that's the new hood. wave. I think that's the new wave. Like I think that the way it's being presented with the the social media thing and I, like it has to be some level of hood in you for it to be considered like oh this is dangerous like because because he seems boring they mm-hmm. thinking like well what could we do and we're thinking like okay like he could like show you now, we'll take the money away from but i'm talking about him being a genuine individual right you would mm-hmm. think and this is where we this is where we get mixed up at because we always thinking that somebody should think this you would think that she would want a woman you know would want somebody that's gonna you know make sure they're okay Mm-hmm. Take care of them, you know what I'm saying, when they can. Mm-hmm. Try to be there emotionally for them. Try to make sure that, you know, he puts them up to make sure she feels important in his life. All that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Reality is when that happens, somewhere down the line, it's like, okay, I lost the fight here. Because it's like, I know I got a good man now. Like, the fight's over with. Before it got started. It's like, it's not a challenge yeah. for her anymore. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it becomes yeah. boring because it's like, I know he loves me. So now what? In the other situation with future, it's so much uncertainty that people are starting to love confusion and uncertainty. Yeah. Like, yeah, does he love me? Oh man, I don't know. Like, am I, am I, is am I one of his favorites? Or mm-hmm. it, it gives them something to fight for, which is a weird dynamic. For sure. Like, for but sure. for black men, it's like Russell Wilson is, you know, because he, he's he's mixed, right? He's he black too, but you know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. you know, I, but what I'm saying is for black men, it's like when you come off as that strong black you have to be a very very successful strong black man mm-hmm. to get you know or, or high value what they claim that they are or you have to be like a, a real hood street dude to where like that's what you're catering to but if you're just a genuinely good nice guy oh yeah it's over for you as a black man oh yeah it's over for you and and i hate the fact that like that's the only two realms you either got to be super hood or you got to be super i don't want to say corny because i don't think i don't think he corny this is the thing. What makes him corny, though? 
because this, this man this wants the, to entertain this, this and be with his thing. family. This is the thing. No, this is the th- so I'm gonna say this. I don't think corny's the right word. I do, however, feel like square is the right word. However, I well, think why you I'm feel like he's square. But I feel like a lot of dudes are. I just don't think, I just don't think that I see because Sierra, he's only been called a square because of his uh he's only been called a square because of who he's with. Then right. nobody call him a square when he was with that white girl. When he was with that white girl, that's all about the white square. lady, he wasn't a square then. And so when I say square is Jay, I'm not gonna say I don't think being a square is corny. Let me say this. I think so. Uh, I think I know where you're going with this. I'm listening. I think I know where you're going with this. So, so my thing is like this. I think for you to be good in anything, you low key gotta have a little squareness. Like I, I think, I think it's the fact that he don't, the fact that he's a millionaire, mm-hmm. the fact that he don't care, he don't give people energy when they talk about him. Mm-hmm. But if you went to how he dresses, what he cares about, he's squarish. But I can say, bro, I have some days where I look squares like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in reality we don't really know him for real we don't know what he like at home we don't but know we gotta ask doing. we gotta ask ourselves this question too sneak what is the definition of squareness though it, because that's his style right yeah that's his style mm-hmm. so i think we we label everything so much that it's squares because the man want to wear uh these type of shoes and these pair of jeans you know what i'm saying like that doesn't make him square to me, to me is more like you can be socially awkward type vibe not more so what you wear like, okay. you know what i mean all right now i can i can agree with you on that yeah like i, can, I don't know yeah, if but you, to me they be talking about like the clothes and the look i'm like to me y'all really be sounding insecure because it, to me it looks like he's securing his identity when you securing your identity it's just like the basketball player not to get off topic but the basketball player that went to the game and they was clowning him for his outfit he had the afro but he had like oh, a yeah, white yeah, yeah. neck on with the fans that, that was who jared Allen, another black man. Go ahead. Right. Okay. And what happened? He got fried for that, right? Yeah. What did he come back and say? Let me guess. It's because I didn't have my hair braided. I didn't have gold chains dripping off my neck. And I, he said I was comfortable and I wore what I wanted to wear. Who defines that? This is what we down That's to. Crazy. If he would have came in there dripped up, all this, they would have been like, yeah, he like who defines that? Who makes that line? So, so, so I'm gonna say this. Not gonna lie, mm-hmm. Jared Allen. Not because of that. But Jerry uh-huh. Allen strikes me as low-key squares. But again, I'm going to say this. Anybody that found something that they're really, I'm going to use you. I can use me. Mm-hmm. When I'm reading a certain article, I get really locked in. When you go down, when you go down, when you listen to old school music and you start breaking down the samples of, of the instruments, all that, when you start breaking that down, Jay, that's squares, uh-huh. bro. But yeah. anybody that's somewhat decent at something has that in it. You get what I'm right. saying? Like, mm-hmm. Jared Allen, bro, that is living proof that you can't win. You can't even be a millionaire. Actual, factual. He's a millionaire, bro. He's a millionaire. Bro. Like, you He's can't a millionaire. Be a millionaire if you don't look apart. I think that's the craziest thing in the world, bro. Like, literally. But <laughs> only ahead, for black men, though. Because the same factual. way that you go to those games and you see those white men are in white V-necks. Mm-hmm. The Jesus sandals on or the thong slippers with the cargo shorts. Factual, bro. I absolutely... 8.5 billion in their account, though, right? Nobody. What picture have you seen where somebody had an outfit on like that? The one of the craziest pictures, did you see? You remember when Amigo took that picture with Ellen? 
Yeah. They were holding all that money and then she had a bank card just sitting right there? Yeah. You don't think that spoke volumes? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why? But, this but, is what we're doing. But I'm going to tell you what burns me up. If she would have grabbed a stack of money, we would have said she can come to the cookout. She could come she, to the cookout. She wins either way. If, 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 and this, and this goes back to like, 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 I remember that whole post that was going around of like, you know, uh, they would show like Warren Buffett and they would show like one of them, literally one of the amigos, not because you said it, they would mm-hmm. show them and they'd be like, oh, they'll like, they'll like dissect what he's wearing. $80,000 chain, $2,000 shirt. And then on the other side with the Warren Buffett joint, they would just have like $50 jeans, $20 shirt. Like the goal mm-hmm. is to be rich, not look rich. But that goes back to my issue. If, if we can, so now I look rich. I am rich. I now mm-hmm. I'm looking it, mm-hmm. and it's still an issue. <laughs> if I am mm-hmm. rich and I don't look it, it's an issue. Then it's an issue, right? If I if I'm broke but I look rich, it's an issue. Mm-hmm. If I'm broke and for instance. I've never realized, I used to always get mad when people used to say like blue collar, white collar workers and all that, right? You used to always get tired of that. I you know what I'm saying? But, I'm like, <laughs> but, but you know what I realized, bro? Yeah. That there is, there because it, 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 it automatically puts you in a lane. Like you never hear people really talk about going from blue collar to white collar. You just never hear it. It's like, mm-hmm. once you're a blue collar worker, that's the realm you're going to stay in. You can mm-hmm. never cross over to white collar. So I ain't never really liked the like, the restrictions that kind of came with it, right? But this right. is the thing, bro. The older I get, I realize there's a lot of quote unquote blue collar workers that's mm-hmm. getting it. I mean, mm-hmm. getting it. You mm-hmm. sacrifice more of your physical, you know, your physical wellness sometimes, but for sure. Yeah, bro. But I've seen people be in that industry and have the happiest life outside of that. And I'm saying this to say if you take that person, mm-hmm. And say every Friday night they like to go to the pool hall because okay. their mentality is not loud, because their appearance is not loud. We don't consider that person, especially if they black, a successful dude because he's living his mm-hmm. life the way he want to live it. It ain't got mm-hmm. nothing to do with money. It ain't got nothing to do with social media presence. Ain't got nothing to do with this. But mm-hmm. we got to realize when you start living your life the way you want to. Mm-hmm. Is when it matters the most. Like Russell Wilson, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna say they both made a come up based off his ex-wife and her ex-boyfriend. No, they, they both, both made a come up for sure. But we don't ever talk about Russell Wilson having a type before her, right? To going to her. Like, we don't never talk about the fact that, like, see, his first wife was white, and he was like, "Nah, I'm going this way with it now." We don't ever talk mm-hmm. about that. No, why? I mean, why would we? It's nothing spectacular about. It. They talk about future though having eight baby moms. Well, I don't know how many he got for real, but Dad, um, it's up there though. It's up there though. Up, but, but but that's celebrated though. We keep it a player. That's pushing P. Oh God, I'm I'll, I'll be I'm being I'm being real though. But we're clowning. We're clowning a man that's content with who he is as a human being, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you want to be honest, like we always say, money only makes you it only you know makes you bigger whatever you are amplify thank you i couldn't think of it only amplifies who you really are right Mm -hmm. so is he gonna make you a bigger asshole a bigger whatever so if you really think about it russell's really winning because Mm -hmm. he was always been this way 
For sure. Just now it's amplifying it to a to a factor where you know what bothers me the most about the the I almost cut. What bothers me the most about the situation in general is that people are really bothered. I don't get that either, bro. Like, yeah, it, are y'all bothered? Like, it, but, bro, bro, it's like, like I, I'm gonna be real. If you say it in the context of like explaining, this is my thing. Everybody be like, oh, preference type, but can't your type change? Yes. Like that's what I don't understand. Like, why can't she have liked future when she was in a future? That was party? her realm. Yeah, she was. Oh no, 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 no! It go back to nope, nope, nope. I'm glad you said that. It go back to what me and you talked about earlier. Environment. It do, bro. It do. She like, would have never met Russell Wilson at the trap house. No, never. He, he gonna walk in there. Yeah, I'm looking for. I'm looking for Sierra. Y'all seen her? Nah. Get your square boy. Nah. If you. It it would happen that way, but I think another thing to the point you're making is hold on. Let's transition real quick though. Now that you said that about the environment thing what do you what's your thoughts on how you're able to present yourself as a black man in friendships like do you feel like it, for your personal experience that you always get to wholeheartedly be yourself all the time with your in inside of friendships new people friends you've been with a long time family friendships all that stuff do you give, give me like, an example yeah give me an example of what you mean like do you feel like you can every time you're feeling something Say if you had, uh, you know, how if I could hit you, like, bro, I need to vent. And I know it's like, we, I'm about to go, right? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like anytime you have a friend, let's say whoever you consider, you know, in your close, close circle, in this realm outside that close circle, right? Mm -hmm. Do you ever have the opportunity to be Jay all the time as a black man around all those people the same way all the time? No. Or, okay, so that's what I want you to tap into. Like, why do you feel that way? Why do you think in certain rooms or certain with certain people you got to be this way? In certain rooms with certain people you got to be that way. So on and so. I, forth. I, I think I think you have to be that way. But did I explain that, Cody? You did. You did. That's why uh, after you explained, I'm like, okay, I uh, got it. So after what what I'm hearing you say is you can't do that because you can't give every single person all of you. You have to give them what's needed for that friendship or relationship. And when I say that as a, as a black man, like you can't, I could be vulnerable to you, right? Like we can have a great conversation. You could tell me how you feel we can vent to each other. But if that's all we're doing and we don't have any context or anything outside of that, that's going to become draining. Every time I call you or every time you call me, it's constantly like, but I need to vent you. I need to vent you. Eventually you're going to say, yo, what's going on? Like, but what, what but how, but my question would be, why can't you only call me to vent to? Not That's literally, question, but I'm right? saying in the context. Well, like, why am I the only person for you to? Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like why? Why do? Why do it seems like to me? Like I give you an example, right? Mm -hmm. I my, my my circle is my circle. I can call y'all and talk about anything, right? Thanks. I can't call people that I consider my friend and. and show that same vulnerability. I can't call somebody that always, every time I see you, it's like, oh, what up, bro? I see you killing it. Yeah, bro, you getting that money, da-da-da. I already know I can't talk to you about real stuff. When you when you approach me, like <laughs> something you think I am that you don't spend the time to get to know, and we're mm -hmm. cool, don't get me wrong. We, we are cool. Mm -hmm. I know I can't be completely vulnerable with this person because they don't, wouldn't even allow me the space 
to make mistakes. So I know I can't talk to you. Oh, let me ask you a question. All right, what's up? So why do you think as black men, we deal with so many trust issues? I think that shit. So to me, I think the, A, I think we carry, again, this is no knock on a struggle. Not saying one struggle is more than the other with black Mm -hmm. women, none of that. Mm -hmm. I think I would have to say we carry close to like the most trauma in our childhoods. So that creates, when you learn what gave you that trauma, that creates a certain one wall, right? Mm -hmm. Then you get told, nigga, don't be emotional. That creates a second wall behind that. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really the trust issues come into play because what environment can you be yourself? Where you ain't got to worry about no judgment, no nothing. Nine times out of 10 is with your bros and your wife. You know what I'm saying? But even with your wife though, like it's a certain like, level that you got that you can be with your wife because that goes back to like okay because she's don't expecting burn to be out. yeah because she's expecting to be that for you for sure. you know what I'm saying like like uh, we get that but at the same time you don't want to burn anybody out so you got to think about too like that's why it's so imperative when you even learning people like and I know we talk about the black man too you know and and a lot of people are traumatized the black man and the black woman are very traumatized mm-hmm. but when you're bringing both of those backgrounds in together. Mm-hmm. And we're both, like you said, have all these walls built up. Mm-hmm. It's like with the black man, it's just like anything else in life. You got one time to mess up. That ass is grass. If you mess up <laughs> illegal, like if you do something, you go to jail, that's it. They frying you. They throwing the, the whatever at you, right? We know that, right? If you're in a relationship, you with your woman, you know what I'm saying? You're doing all that stuff. And let's say you now, I, your, your woman is different because she'll give you more chances. But once mm-hmm. you burn that bridge with that, it's over with. For sure. Because nobody's really understanding the real dynamic behind both of y'all need. So yeah. it's like you got to help the hurt people trying to hurt other people. I can't help you or, or I'm trying to help you, but my brain frying because I don't have the tools that you need. Now you get frustrated that I can't help you. So yeah. it's all type of stuff, man. And, and another thing to the trust issue thing, we've been taught that if you haven't been down with this person your whole life, they can't really be locked in with you. Like if you didn't meet this person when you were in middle school or high school, like it's no way y'all can become close. We also have that in the back of our head. Like when you meet somebody new, there's no way this person can be as cool with me as I am with this person. Right. You know what I'm saying? So because that's how we was raised, based it off age. Everything yeah, that happened to age, marriage stupid, happened with bro. age back in the day. Yeah. Friendships all if you meet all your parents' friends, right? Yeah, yeah. this my this is my uncle, you know, Stewie or whoever it is. Yeah, him and his partner been down for 35 years. Mm-hmm. That's all we know. See, but this is the thing. This is the thing, though. I don't disagree with having those friendships. But I think when, it, when you say, why do you think we have so many trust issues? We've been taught that, bro, like, we've been taught that if, like, say if I meet somebody right now, another dude, real cool, solid guy, right? Mm-hmm. I've been taught that this person can't be as cool as... I can't be as cool with this person as I am with all my other friends that I've been friends with my whole life. It mm-hmm. can't be that cool. It can't be that fluent. It can't right. be this, because what does people say? You know, now we're eliminating, you know, manipulative, toxic people, right? right. So my upbringing tells me, watch him. Let mm-hmm. Wait wait to see how he going to mess up versus like, damn. Like, and then also too, what we say? Oh yeah, no, nah, we ain't never. No, nah, I gotta chill because we ain't never been through nothing together. 
Yes. <laughs> Why does it always have to be so negative to what we gotta go through? So, AJ, like, what we say, bro? Hey, what we say? Oh no, we we ain't never been through nothing together. I can't lock in with my man like that. I don't know. That, that guy. See, but the thing is, that guy like. That's that. <laughs> I'm just see. You know that's the line. Oh no, I can't trust old buddy. What you mean? We ain't never been through nothing together. Yeah. I don't but, know but what I, he on. But this is the thing, though. Know, I think if you're around somebody enough and you see the way they move in other environments, you wouldn't have to go through something with somebody. That, see, this is what I don't like about oh, what you just, That's maturity, but, sneak. But 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 what you said is true. I'm not saying like about what you just said, but that stigma, right? Like, mm-hmm. because it's almost like you look for things for y'all to get into. You start mm-hmm. looking to see if it's something mm-hmm. that happened to see if this person can be, if this person handled this right. And it really don't be nothing. Like, what? Like, no. Nah, like, yeah, I, I put you through that test and saw you handled it wrong. What? Like, like who's, bro, bro, I thought it, you asked me, did I, I thought you asked me, did I have a dollar? And I said, no, I got my card. <laughs> like, you, know you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like you're what? Not, bro, you're not solid no more, bro. You you ain't had a dollar on you. You ain't like, giving me that dollar. Bro. Hey, That's don't crazy. let you, hey, don't let you find a dollar later. Like, oh, damn, bro, I did have a dollar. Oh, this nigga a liar. He fake. Oh, he fake. Yeah, like, man, bro, fake I'm here. telling you. But 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 again, we've been trained that way, bro. We've been, and, and I've realized the older I've gotten, this one sounds so bad. This is like I know what I'm know what I'm gonna say. This like have trauma response, have truth. Like, oh, oh, bro, I don't need that many friends. I don't use friends lightly, though. Mm-hmm. I got people I associate with. I got people I talk to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like friends, where well, I don't, I need. I got you know what I'm saying. I ain't gonna say no number, but like. I don't need friends are damn near as important as spouses. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying your friends should be your spouse or should be right. what, as important. I'm not saying your friends should be on the same level, but what I'm saying is in life, good, mm-hmm. good friends will take you just as far as, or even further if you got a good marriage or good spouse, you need good friends too. You just mm-hmm. need good people around you, period. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate this notion that like everybody thinks they can do it on their own. They can make it where they, no, bro. You need that's all solid people need. around you, bro. You do, man. That's period. But that's heavy in the black community, especially with black men, though, because we was trained that we trained to those two things. Number one, we don't need anybody. Yep. Get it out the mud by yourself. You don't need help from anybody because yep. you're less of a man when you ask for help, right? Yep. And the second thing is is the fact of like not even asking for the help, but you get to a point like as a as a black man to where you just sitting here, you're trained to see flaws in everything. You're not yep. even trained to see positivity. Yep. You like you say, you meet somebody for the first time, right? You know how many people that I know from high school, and the first thing, like let's say I, I might have got cool with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. But the first thing you ever notice, the first encounter, nine times out of ten, is negative when it comes to black men. Like, oh yeah, I ain't like, I ain't like. It. Damn, first time I met you, I ain't even like you, bro. I thought you was this, 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 this. That's crazy. I turned out you cool. Yeah. You end up fighting with the dude, and it's like, dang, turn out we cool. It's like, why is always gotta be a negative reaction? Yeah. Because we think, because we think it goes back to another conversation we had. We think growth only comes through struggle. We think growth only comes through struggling with something. Growth can't come, like, it can't come, be smooth, be fluent, be that, and then it work. It has to come through struggle. It has to. It mm-hmm. has to. And think about it, bro. And I'll say this. You know, I'm not going to be all, all like, naive about it. There, There is a lot of BS that goes on mm-hmm. from our own. 
There is, bro. Straight up. This is facts. This is facts. So, like, so some of it is the way we were taught. Some of it was bad experiences. But what you got to realize when you get older, you're shortening your quality of you're you're lowering your quality of life when you start making other people pay for other people's BS. Like if somebody did something to me and I make you pay for it, Jay, I'm shortening the quality of our friendship. That don't make sense. I'm not saying that I shouldn't pick up game and realize what happened and understand it and know how to handle it. But I am Mm -hmm. saying there has to be a line where we understand that what this person did has nothing to do with you. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. But you can't you can't do that when you're not constantly working on yourself. And when every time you get out of a friendship, a relationship, it's next person. So that's another wall built up. Mm-hmm. Another wall. You're never breaking down those barriers. And the hardest thing to do is actually face yourself in the mirror and just say, you know what? I do have all these issues. I do need to seek help, seek counseling, and start breaking some of these barriers because we pass our kids. Sneak, we only pass down what we see and what we know. So if, if our parents gave us all that they knew at that time frame, right? Mm-hmm. If you never challenge yourself to get better or to see what that other, you know, side of what they didn't give us is, mm-hmm. then you're going to pass down exactly what they gave you. Yep. You're going to keep passing down the same thing. So you can't break that cycle or even, you know, try to give them better if you don't know. Because our parents, did they did the best they could, bro. We all know that, right? Yeah. But that my parents did the best they could has nothing to do with me raising my kids. Because my parents did the best they could for me. Yeah. Now I got to take the best they could for me and take it to the next level and say, what is the best that I can do for my kids? Factual. People not doing that. They're not. And you know, another thing about what you just said, bro, that that really, that I'm realizing as my son grows, sometimes the best we can, us, our generation, Mm -hmm. means knowing when we can't. Like knowing when our level of expertise is being reached and this needs to go somewhere else to make sure they Boy. get it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we yes. think the best we can means like, we got to do it. We got to figure out. But sometimes you got to realize like, nah, I can't. The best I can do is get him somebody that knows how to do it. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Because we don't think mm-hmm. like that, bro. And it goes back to like, even the, the single house, single parent household uh, uh, or, or, or two parent household. Mm-hmm. I've seen enough of both i've seen single parent households that work single parent households that didn't work two parent households that work two parent households that didn't work you know what i'm saying right right because a lot of things the older generation taught us was you are supposed to to i use my grandparents Mm -hmm. i didn't realize the trials and tribulations they went through as a married couple that had nothing to do with the kids because a Mm -hmm. lot of times we isolate the marriage because we're only dealing with the kids. So we're never progressing the marriage. You get what I'm saying? That's what they taught us though. Like once you have kids, the marriage doesn't matter. Only the kids matter. And that shit is not true. That's what I'm saying. False as hell. Yes, bro. No, that'll have you miserable somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. Had your partners resenting you, had y'all miserable. Because at the end of the day, you can't like just put all your eggs in that basket because what will happen is you might turn out and because you're doing that, you might turn out to be the best father, right? Or the best mother. Mm-hmm. But your relationship suffers so much on the back end because it's like you had no more effort to put into it. For sure. Hands you gotta have that balance, man. So, balance. so before we close out, um, 
you know what? We ain't even go there, bro. I think we good right there. Millennials versus the world. You know it's your boy K Dot Mims. 